Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It's a pop-up episode. We don't typically go on Thursdays, but when we have pop-ups, they are typically on Thursdays, I guess. Richie Barnes, myself, TJ Pittenger. How you guys doing? It's NFL Draft Night. A lot going on. We've got an exciting interview. How you doing, Richie? I'm good, man. And you know, it, it's funny as a Bucks fan on the draft every year. I'm like, man, who are we going to get to help us get to the playoffs? And this year, I'm like, man, I'm probably going to be asleep before the Bucks even pick tonight because we get we are bringing everybody back. I am so excited. I don't care all these fan bases that are so excited about you know a slot receiver turning around their franchise. Not going to happen. The Bucks are going to run it back. I'll be in bed before the 20th pick probably. How about you, you man? You may not make it top 10, knowing like the hours that you keep getting up early. But yeah, it's uh, all my buddies and stuff. They're like so hyped about the draft. I'm just like, well, I mean, I partied in, in February. So you can you can enjoy your top <laughs> <Exactly>. five. <pick. laughs> so um, anyway, we have an exciting guest tonight. Yes. We, we previewed a little bit, but we'll get kind of right into it. Um, of course, Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie, specifically in Tallahassee. Visit both their locations at 1818 West Tennessee. And 2550 North Monroe. Make sure you get your box double fries, no slaw. But without further ado, we have, let me see if I can add her here, from FSU Women's Hoops, FSU Women's Basketball. Coach Sue, Coach Samra, how are you doing tonight? I thought you were going to say, with no further ado, it's Coach Sue from FSU. Oh, I'm not that. I'm not that good. I'm, I'm not that good at all. Um, I'm lucky that I get all the buttons like pushed and showed up. How are you doing tonight? Oh my gosh, I was just listening to you guys talk about the draft, and you know, I'll, I've got this player on my team from Wisconsin. She's freaking out that Aaron Rodgers could be going. Oh to yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He wants and out, man. Tebow thing. The Tebow thing is oh. weird. Like on the biggest day in like Jaguars history, like they're about to get the best player. Like Tebow news comes out. It's just like yeah. really, it's the, urban, it's the urban Tim Tebow thing. Oh yeah, only Gators could get into that. Do you think he ends up there? Do you think he ends up for a minute? <laughs> yeah, until he like busts out of that. Too, no, right? Nothing Urban would do would surprise me. He he doesn't care. So. Yeah. I mean, make a splash. Um, Double fries, no slaw. Obviously, name of the podcast. Um, you've been in Tallahassee a long time. I know that's a lot of that's a lot of gut boxes over there. Are you a Are you a Guthrie's fan? Are you do you at least throw the coleslaw away? What are the Wait, 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 wait. Am I a Guthrie's fan? <laughs> How can you not be Guthrie's? Fan? <laughs> I mean, but definitely no slaw. Double fries, no, no slaw, Mm-mm. no slaw. Uh-uh. Um, my wife, um, a few weeks ago, they have one here in Tampa. And my wife was like, you know, I, I, for, I had forgotten, like, you've ordered, like, gut boxes like that forever. Like, way before, like, the pod's not even a year old. She's like, and I was like, I'm not special. Like, that's how everyone orders it. Like, that's like that's what people say. And she's like, oh, I didn't realize that. So, anyway. <laughs> well, it's classic. Yeah, but we, we have a good time. We appreciate you a ton for, uh, for coming back. A lot of news. You uh, announced recently that you were – coming back after a year away, a single season um, leave of absence, but back, um, made the decision to return. I want to start here. What was the hardest, I mean, in a year where everything was hard for everyone, what was the hardest thing about about being away? 
Yeah, honestly, it was one of those things where I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching our team and I could not help myself. I, you know, I got my mom a new puppy. You know, I mean, hey, if, if you got cancer, you got to have a lot of cool things around. She gets this new puppy. This dog looks at me like I am crazy. And it was so hard. Not it was awesome watching the team in Brooke. I mean, they did an amazing job, but it's so hard not to be able to make any kind of adjustment or just yell if you feel like it. Uh, so it, that was a little crazy. The weather was a little tough in, in Seattle. Uh, but other than that, it was the best decision I've, I've made. And I just really appreciate Florida State for allowing me the opportunity. Yeah, Coach, and we're excited for you to be back and start your, I believe, your 24th season at Florida State. But in the interim, you trusted Coach Brooke Wyckoff, and she was gracious enough to come on here with us uh, just as you're doing right now. And she was one of my favorite interviews. You know, it thrown into a tough situation. You know, if this was a regular season, it'd be a little different. But with COVID, I think they had five pauses, so many different things going on. One thing she said is she just hopes she's making you proud. And we watched all season and we thought she did a phenomenal job. But I just have to know, where were you when you were watching that Louisville game when they upset the Cardinals? I think they were number three in the country. Yeah. Um, and just to see that, to see it, you know, one of your protégés who's undoubtedly going to be a head coach at some point in time uh, and then take us to the tournament, that had to be a really proud moment for you. Oh my gosh. I mean, I still get cold chills when you talk about it. She, you know, I think that those types of wins are so few and far between and she got one her first year coaching and, you know, just credit her resilience. I think it was 15 times they either had a schedule change or some kind of pause, some kind of cancellation and she just was steady Eddie. And I, I tell you, I was so proud of what she was able to do from that seat and so thrilled that she's going to come back and, and join us again next year and not go off and be a head coach too quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we all were kind of like, oh, OK, don't just don't leave us <laughs> like stick around. Um, we were on live. It was the first time he was on. We've had Michael Alford with the Boosters on a few times. We were on live with him while they were playing UF. And we literally like were stopped. Like I, you know, I used to sit on the other side of the table so I could see the TV. Now I don't want to get distracted. We all were like literally like looking away live on air, just like, all right, we're going to just see like what happens here at the end because there were like thousands and we were like, we're going to watch it. So the Florida no, game, was, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, UF the Florida game. game, yeah. So <laughs> with that one and the Louisville, I mean, so – so much fun and, and really just incredible. It continues a streak. FSU continuing to be one of only 10 programs um, that have made the tournament in the last eight years, which is kind of insane, you know. Um, about it too. Okay, first of all, her first game is against our rival. I mean, it wasn't no. like, oh, let me go play Little Sisters of the Poor. I mean, it was Florida. <laughs> And anything happens in that game. I mean, sure. I couldn't, I just, I called the minute that game was over. I was so, <laughs> so happy for her. And then, you know, Florida didn't go to the NCAA tournament. Miami didn't go to the NCAA tournament. I mean, we're the only ones. And boy, she's got to feel great about that. I know I sure do. Yeah, and that was awesome. I remember being on with TJ, and there was a couple of games. I'm kind of looking up at my TV like this because I'm like, oh, I don't know. We kind of want to see because we, 
like me and TJ, we're, we're, we're like the rare symbols. We love all Florida state sports. If they're on TV, we're going to watch. Um, and, uh, you know, we've had uh, coach me, you know, Mike Martin jr. On the podcast a few times. And I believe it was TJ. He said, uh, you know, we were talking about the fraternity of Florida state coaches, how it's so rare. You have a university at Florida state's caliber that has so many coaches that are so long tenured as all of you are. And I believe it's TJ. He asked coach, coach Martin jr. He said like, who's, who's the alpha in the room. And he's like, listen, when coach Sue walks into the room, she demands everybody's presence and she's it like not coach Ravel, not coach Taggart when he was here, not Jimbo when he was here, it is coach Sue. So what, obviously you've done a phenomenal job building this program from when you took over the 20 plus years ago. I feel like you deserve that, right? What gives you that confidence to walk into a room full of national championship winning coaches and all other coaches that are very successful and you just command their presence? Because I have a story for you a little later, but it doesn't surprise me at all that that was what he said to us. I'm the old soul. I mean, you know, (laughs) when, you know, it was it was unbelievable to come to Florida State during Coach Bowden's tenure. I mean, that guy was the one who convinced me. He, that it could be done and he would help me get it done. And I'm telling you, he did. And then you've got it. That's in the fall. And then in the spring, you've got Mike Martin senior. And you look at these guys and they just are incredible role models. And, and then you look at even Cecile Renaud, Joanne Graff have been there forever. And all of a sudden I'm the only one left. I'm like, (laughs) Whoa, you know, either I was a young pup or uh, I'm just trying to age gracefully here. But it it's an amazing place to to be a part of a coaching staff, uh, a part of a university. And I just love it. And so if you love something, you just exude the confidence in it. And I think that's really I don't it really isn't about I love to win. It's not about the wins and losses. It's about the so much more at Florida State. Yeah, and, and I, I love that because I was at Florida State from 06 to 09. And it, just remember, you were towards the beginning of your career building the program. And someone else who's also been on this podcast with us, who I'm a huge fan of, Coach Hamilton. And yeah. I feel like you guys have almost followed a very similar trajectory to where you took over not great situations, you know, struggled a little bit. But slowly, you just see that to steal one from Coach Norvell, the, the climb, right? You guys are just continually going up there to when now both programs are, you know, mainstays in the NCAA tournament. And uh, how much you talk to Coach Ham? Because for me, who, who follows both programs closely, I love it. Um, and it's also awesome that we're to the point now where, you know, it's been this way for a few years. You and Coach Ham have five star prospects. In have Florida State and they're like top five, top three every year, which is you know for women's basketball it's it's UConn, it's Notre Dame, it's Baylor, and now Florida State and with Coach Ham it's you know Duke, Carolina, Kansas, and Florida State, and you both have kind of you know rode that wave together. How, how cool has that been to do that? Oh, so cool! I love Coach Ham. I he we talk anytime and all the time. Anytime I need something, anytime I want advice, anytime. You know, we need to discuss something together. He picks up the phone immediately. Uh, He'll pick up the phone and say, hey, I got a kid for you. You know, you got to check this kid out. I mean, he is not this arrogant coach who is just about men's basketball. He is about basketball. 
He is about uh, really developing the greatest situation that we can for these student athletes. And we share a building, you know, so, so we get to see each other all the time. Amazing assistant coaches that he has too. I mean, those guys work, those guys help us. Uh, we try to help them as best we can. His players, our players are connected. It's just, I, I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. I mean, you know, the job at Washington opened and everybody thought I would jump and, and go because that's where I was this past year. I can't imagine building anything else with anyone else. It's just, it's phenomenal, uh, the, the camaraderie that we coaches have. As, as Florida State fans, we thank you for not leaving us for Washington. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, we've got a good relationship with um, and ask about this often, but we've got a good relationship with the boosters. And uh, Richie and I are both boosters. And um, actually, everybody, everybody, yeah, everybody associated with the pot, like our social media guy, our mm. uh, Harlan is. Um, and then our edits guy, like everybody, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure and like I'll, think like, all right, I'll call one of them out right now. Um, so um, what, uh, what is that booster support? We, I mean, I know the general fund, all of those things, right? Like, but more maybe on a, on a micro level, what does that booster support do for your program? The, the, the ladies you work with um, specifically, I think it's good for people to hear that. Well, it's, it's unbelievable. We couldn't do it especially in women's basketball, we could not do it without the support of these great boosters. Uh, and I think the best part of it is the relationships that we develop with those people and the relationships our players develop with our boosters. We bring them on trips with us. We have an opportunity to really spend time, get to know them. We've been to their house for dinner and all the different things that is relationship driven and that's what is so cool is that it's not about just money. It's that we need to compete, but it's about the people behind those donations. I mean, one of the first people I met when I moved here was Lawton Langford and he and his wife, Beth, are some of my dearest friends in Tallahassee. And Lawton's dad is the one that started Seminole Boosters. So I've been connected since day one with, with that program and everything they do for all of the sports and just the relationships that we build. Michael Al Alford's been a, a tremendous um, asset to that. Uh, I think he, he owns the bar 51 at Madison now. I think it's, he's <laughs> that's awesome. We need to yeah. ask him about that next time. Yeah. <laughs> one of those things. Uh, so, uh, you know, something you just said kind of struck me. You talked about relationships and how important those are. I want to take you down a trip down memory lane and see if you remember. So 2009, I was a junior at Florida State. Um, it's in January. Me and some friends, we went to every Florida State men's game. Um, we're at dinner or, or happy hour or something. And we realized, oh, shoot, Florida State, the women's teams, they're hosting like number three Texas A&M in the country. Let's just go to the game and sit front row and, uh, you know, heckle these these players and everything. Um, and they had a player. She was an All-American named Takia Starks, um, you know, big time player. So we we all zoned in on her and she had probably the worst game of her career. Of her life. Yeah. And Plus, our, are you holding up the signs? Yeah. Well, we're about to get somewhere real quick. <laughs> But I remember like after the game, you came over to us and said, I hope you guys come back every game. 
And then the very next game, we came back because we're like, look, the head coach said, we want you back. We had to come. And <laughs> all I remember, like, we switched sides on the second half because we would sit behind the basket wherever the opposing team was going. And uh, we had pizza delivered to our seats. And the guy's like, yeah, this is from Coach Sue. I'm like, she's <laughs> coaching a game. And she just <laughs> bought us a pizza and just had it delivered. And then um, if you remember, that was also Tony Douglas's senior year for the men's team. Yes. And uh, my best friend's girlfriend actually worked in the uf athletic department of all places and had access to like a cardboard cutout so we had a cardboard cutout of tony douglas that we took to all the games <laughs> and then we were like well we're going to the women's games now we want a cardboard cutout of coach sue so tj <laughs> load, load this picture and so this is me on the court <laughs> standing next to you and it's almost identical oh, yeah and oh so do you remember me and my friends or, oh. or what are we doing here wait a minute and then there oh was this i can put it back up i can put it back up. even i can see you guys i mean it's just ridiculous it it was <laughs> this is what we are missing in <laughs> basketball is crazy fans that will do anything and so yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send you a pizza. I said to my boss, <laughs> and make sure you go take care of those guys because, you know, the, some of these top programs in the country, you know, they sell out. And obviously with COVID, that's a completely different story now. But one of my passions is to see Florida State women's basketball sell out. And it's a small town, and I get it. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it, it changes everything. People, fans like that change everything. Yeah, um, no, and we it, we loved it. it was a blast. Like I said, I, we'd go to a few women's games. Like I don't think I missed more than five men's games when I was at school there. But we tried to go to softball, volleyball. We tried to go to everything, and uh, we didn't. I'm kind of mad. I waited till my junior year to really get into your program because we had a blast. You know, you have the one lady that sits front row every single game that puts up a three every single time. <laughs> they'll make a three. It, it was. I felt like I was missing out. Like I, maybe I was scarred because I my older sister played basketball her whole life. And I just went to so many women's basketball games like growing up. I'm like, oh, man, I don't need to do them in college. And I'm like, man, I should have gone with them from freshman year because oh. you've done a phenomenal job building this program, Coach. Well, Richie, thank you. I mean, it's it's been my pleasure every step of the way. Um, I'll take you back just a couple of years. Oh, um, but uh, <laughs> I was told or we were given some info. Talk to us about the beginning of your career at Florida State. I heard you had a pretty good relationship with with coach Bowden obviously just a I mean just you know everybody's favorite person in Tallahassee right like that's not yes. you know that's not very debatable <laughs> but uh <laughs> talk to us about your relationship with coach Bowden um tell us a little bit about it and what that was like because I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing Bobby's stories <laughs> yeah, never uh I, I do remember on my interview um he took me and spent time with me and you know he he was just hilarious because he knew that he wanted to help, but I mean, he was like patting me on the back, you know, come on, girly girl, we can do this. And, <laughs> and I, will tell you, uh, I was walking outside of the Moore center on one of my first days at Florida state. And I see this big dude and I see, I'm like, what does he, what does his shirt say? And it said, like 1991, uh, I don't know, score of, it was a pro football score. And I'm like, you know, I ran up to him and I was like, hey, excuse me, like what, what's the significance of that game? 
And he goes, this game? He goes, this is the biggest game of my NFL career. He said, I, I, he goes, but you know what? He goes, you know what the biggest thing of my football career was? I said, no, I don't, sir. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) and he said, he pointed at Doe Campbell Stadium and he said, I helped build this place. He said, me and Coach Bowden, I came to play for him and look at it now. And it just still to this day gives me cold chills. And it made me know the impact that this man has had on this university and so many people. And I'll never forget getting to know him over the years. In fact, I was such a rookie coach. Like I thought, you know, if Coach Bowden does mat drills, I should do mat drills, right? So my poor players, oof, ask Brooke about it one day. They had to do mat drills, getting up at 5.30 in the morning and doing what the football players were doing. But one year he wrote me this letter and it was on a lined notebook paper and it had this little graph and it was like up and then down and then even and up and even and down and up. And it was started out and it said 19, whatever year he got here. And then the very end of it was 1993. And he said, this was the progression to win my national, first national championship. And it was years. And he, he put a little arrow and he said, I think you are right here. And I have saved that. I took it to heart. And it was right when we were having a little dip after, after Brooke and Levis Torres were the first WNBA draft picks from Florida State. And boy, he was so right. It just took time. Um, you have had an incredible career of so many amazing moments. And like you just mentioned, um, ladies drafted into the NBA, um, so many ACC championships, so many uh, NCAA tournaments, coach of the year in what, 2015. Um, what, what I'm, I'm, I don't want a humble answer here. <laughs> like, I, I don't want you to say okay, like, I'll just tell you the real yeah, thing. tell me like, when you look back and you see the see see your career, like what are maybe the moment or two that you just look at and you say, like, man, that was that was awesome. That was so cool. <laughs> it's easy. Um, we were in the NCAA tournament, and as you know, uh, women's basketball, except for this year, uh, the first two rounds are at home sites. Yeah, and. We, I don't remember the year, but we were shipped out to Stanford and we had to beat someone in the first round to get to play Stanford in uh, the round to go to the Sweet 16 at Stanford across the country. And we, my assistant coaches and I went out and we're, how are we going to attack this? And we picked up a bunch of rocks and they were dirty and we got the players in the hotel room and we said, you know, everybody just get on the floor and we handed them all a dirty rock. And I said, just, you know, like get it all over you. And said, Stanford's a bunch of prima donnas. Like we are going to get down. We're going to get dirty. We are going to go beat this team. And Lord, if we didn't beat them and we beat them good. (laughs) I'll never forget that moment when this perennial power they were ranked in the top five in the country and we went to their place and beat them. And it was, 
it, I felt like it was a real game changer. Um, you know, there were a lot of really fun moments, but I will always remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I remember watching that, man. Go, going to Palo Alto from Tallahassee. That's not an easy ask for anybody. And especially I feel like in women's basketball, more often than most sports, the upsets are rare. Like typically the top teams always win. And then I feel like I'm spoiled as a Florida state fan. Cause you get those. And <laughs> uh, it's just so impressive what people like you and, you know, coach Ham, you mentioned coach Joanne Graff actually took some of her classes in sport management at Florida state. Um, it's wild that you have that coach's attorney. They were at that. Everyone's been there so long. Um, and you're not at a program for 20 plus years. If you don't do things the right way, which clearly you and a lot of our coaches do, but looking forward, you return a lot of players from this year. I think they gained a lot of valuable experience. I'm excited about next year. What, what is your outlook? Uh, have you had a chance to get the team back together and address them and, and get ready for next year because uh, we're ready to get, get on to the next season. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I got back and we were able to get on a Zoom call. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, I have an amazing group of young women who really love Florida State. And because of COVID and because of injuries, we are, have a roster of 16. And 15 is the maximum number that you can have in women's basketball. But because of COVID, we were able to uh, to go over that next year. But, you know, it's really difficult to keep 16 women happy, much less <laughs> basketball court. And, and I can say that because I'm a woman. Coach, I, I have trouble keeping one woman happy, and that's my wife. But, I'm not, but I, I make it happen somehow. Oh, that's TJ can relate, I'm sure. I was going to say, yeah, I've got, I've got one, one wife and one two-year-old. So I was going to say two women, but it almost sounded awful. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was really honest with them. And I, I just said, you know, I, I have a rotation of about eight. And so do every top team in the 20, top 25 team in the country has a rotation of eight. And so half of you are not going to be happy with your playing time. And so I want to open up this opportunity now that the transfer portal is out there and you can play immediately. I want to help you. I want to open this up if this is something you want to do. And I have two players who are seniors, not really seniors, they're graduates and they're red shirts because they both were injured. And they both stepped up and said, we've had our turn at Florida State and we don't want to go anywhere necessarily, but we are going somewhere. And both of them entered the transfer portal and have landed at other institutions where they're going to have two years to get their master's degrees. And awesome. it's just amazing to me. So we have a, a great group coming back. I think, honestly, what I'd like to finish this out with, because I know you guys are going to cut me off because you don't want to see my face anymore. But <laughs> seriously, this, the, the name image likeness and what happened yesterday in the legislature is is really tough and i don't know how many people understand it but if if governor desantis signs that bill into into law tomorrow then we've lost a huge opportunity oh, for yeah the for players sure this year and um it, it's really been something that's been on my heart all day uh, it, it's really been hard to to swallow yeah, yeah we, you, we don't we don't typically get into politics here. We don't want to do a deep dive, but 
Uh, I'm with you. You see McKenzie Milton, you see Coach Norvell, you see Coach Mullen, Coach Diaz all over the yeah. state. Like we were pushing. We are the first state where you can do this. And now they try to slide one across the desk at the last and, minute. And, and Governor and Governor DeSantis, like I, I'm hoping he does the right thing because he championed this. Like he was yes. down there, he he was down there in Miami's, Miami, yeah. you know, 35 yard indoor practice facility that they have. <laughs> um, you know, signing <laughs> sign like cheering this on, you know. Yeah. I think it was because of COVID. They didn't want to another bill. Yeah. And so like they snuck it in. Snuck and it. like it's just it's it's incredibly frustrating to see. Yes. And hopefully, you know, like it gets sent back and admitted back the right way. But yeah. yeah, just out of left field, out of nowhere. I was up late last night watching stuff and watching a game or whatever. And you saw a tweet come across the timeline like, hey, I'm getting rumors that this happened. And then now, you you know, today the, the news really comes out. And man, yeah. how frustrating. Um, yes. we, we, we've talked about it a ton. We talked about the Apex program. We've talked about, yeah. I mean, yes. you know, not only great for all the athletes at all the school. Like I, I understand it's like what's best, but like. Man, Florida State was like, I mean, like yeah. is like, and you know way more than we do. Like, right? We just get the press clippings, but like, like, we're ahead of the curve. yeah, like yes. absolutely about to crush it. Now we're gonna let all these other schools catch back up because they got a year. Like, <laughs> I got an outline. We gave yeah. them a plan. So, yeah. um, no, I I'm right there with you. But um, going back to what you said about the the two older players that they didn't have transferring away. I mean, I just feel like that. Like the one thing when we. And I was saying Florida State's the only place like this, but I mean, this is where we're at, and so this is what we're going to talk about. But when we continue to have people on, we had Coach Lonnie on, we had Brooke on, we have had Mike a couple of times, Coach Ham. You know, we've talked with all these people. The one thing they always come back to is family, right? And that's just that's that's all that's the only word that could come that that was going through my head. Also, because I'm not very smart. But when you were talking about those girls moving on, uh, nobody does that for just anybody else, right? Like you only do you only make sacrifices like that for um for family and so that that's what i was thinking when uh when uh junior brutus lo love yeah, you coach love Sue, you <laughs> yeah so that oh, boy so that's what uh that's what ran through my mind and you know just incredible you know and like i said that's that that's been the theme every coach we've had on was florida state media and it's been family every single yeah. time and i know? and i think it's cool because you know obviously it's unfortunate for you know, your program coach to lose two valuable players, but for them to, you know, have them at churches say, Hey, we've had our time. It's time for somebody else. I look at the football program, McKenzie Milton. He could have stayed at UCF, but he knew Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback, one of his real good friends from Hawaii um, had really had a great year and he didn't want a controversy. He's like, I'm going to leave, man. He's like, this is his time. Let him do his thing. And he comes to Florida State. So we all benefit, which is awesome because right. he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country, in my opinion. But it's cool to hear that from, you know, a woman's basketball program to where you have, again, older players that they realize they had their time. I'm sure you would have welcomed them back with open arms, but they chose to leave. And I think of, you know, I, I don't know if you followed this, uh, Nate Jack from the men's team went to Cleveland State with Coach Gates, which I thought was the coolest story ever that. He went to one of the coaches who recruited him, who's probably one of the hottest coaches in the country. Who's going to have a power five job real soon. Um, so just the way it all works out, it, it you know, God works in mysterious ways and everything does work out. And I, I just kind of correlated that with, you know, you talking about your seniors, Milton, Nate, Jack, going back to get reunited with coach Gates. It's just all Florida state centric. And I love it. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And I think, you know, we just say we, we all have some garnet and gold blood in us. I'm period. Yeah. That's yep. it. 
you know, I had to turn away a transfer this year who was a great player, who was the niece of my first ever recruit at Florida State. Oh. And I not only because I had I didn't have a scholarship and yeah. I had to turn her away and just said to her, you know, you still have, you know, no, you're still no blooded just by family. And that meant the world to her. And she's going to go to Virginia Tech and probably kick our. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Coach Sue, we appreciate you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you taking up some of your night and, and spending some yeah. time with us. Um, and we can't wait for the season to to get rolling back. I know we're several months away, but we're excited to see you back out there on the court. Um, we'll see how the the playoffs go in baseball and softball. I might try and come to Tallahassee in a couple weeks, but if not, we'll, we'll all be up there um, Labor Day weekend. So we'll come okay. by and we'll come by and say hello for sure. Please but do. please yeah. do it. It's, it's a blast with you guys. I, I just really appreciate spending the time with you guys. Yeah, no, thank you so much again for, for hanging out. You bet. Coach, good to see you after like 15 years since I you know, <laughs> w- was stalking you on the court with a cardboard cutout of yourself. It's yeah. great. I, I, mean, I still appreciate that pizza. And, you know, you are truly what Seminoles are all about. You know, um, I talk a, a decent bit with uh, Mark Ziegler, and he's your biggest fan. And he's he was my favorite professor by far when I was at Florida by State. Far. Um, and I just love seeing the whole Seminole family come full circle. So this is really cool for me. Can I say one last thing? Absolutely. I just watched the press conference of my first player who landed a Division One head coaching job at Colgate. Her name is Gunniot Adedunton. So she's the new head coach at Colgate. And in her press conference, she mentioned two of her professors from Florida State. Yeah. Mark How Ziegler, cool had to be one of them. <laughs> Actually, she's a nursing student. So it was oh, okay. nice. Sally nice. Carrioth and that but that that group. That's awesome though. That, oh. That's gotta be so cool to see one of your four oh. players take a head coaching job like that. Take it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's incredible. That's awesome. Thanks. Coach Sue, thank you so much again for hanging out. We're excited again. Several months away. We're excited for the season and uh we'll have to get you back on because I had a blast. Love that. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Coach Sue made that happen quickly. Appreciate uh, FSU women's basketball for coordinating that and uh, getting her on. She was fantastic. I mean, not that I expected any less. I mean, I I totally knew what we were were getting ourselves into here. But, uh, yeah, she was really, really good. Um, Richie, it's seven thirty-five. Do you have any closing thoughts on uh, Coach Sue? Because it's about draft time, and you know our team picks in about three and a half hours, so we got to get ready for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I probably wouldn't be awake for the Bucks draft pick because what's it matter? We, we got everybody we need for next year. Um, all these fans of these bum teams can try and get false hope over a draft pick, but Somewhere no, Coach else. Sue. Coach Sue is phenomenal. Um, you know, I told the story. I, had a you know i wouldn't call her a relationship but the fact that the second woman's game i ever went to she bought us pizza and had it delivered to our seats while she was coaching i mean that tells you all you need to know about her and she's a phenomenal coach her team is in the ncaa tournament every year uh she is an amazing ambassador for the program i am a huge coach sue fan always will be um man i'm just so happy we had a chance for her to join us and i hope people take the time to listen because you know women's basketball nobody 
I don't say nobody cares, but nobody is seeking out podcasts to figure out what's going on or anything. But this is one I, I really hope a lot of people listen to because Coach Sue really was phenomenal. Yeah, she was fantastic. And she was a blast, man. She was fun. Yeah. She was quick. She was, I, you know, she's she was someone, giving it to me. Yeah. Like she yeah. was, she was she's someone I could go out with in Tallahassee, have a beer with, and, and yeah. just hang out with for a few hours, not talk about sports. And I think we'd still get along really well. She's just an amazing person, amazing humanitarian, and an amazing mentor to the young ladies that she coaches. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I'll let you get to the draft, let you watch your first 10 picks and go to sleep. We'll be back Sunday night, as always. Um, Coach Drew talked about booster support. Of course, you can always contribute there. FSU boosters, uh, boosters.fsu.edu is the is the link. But if you Google boosters of FSU, you'll find it. Um, appreciate you guys. Uh, Harlan back with us this week. Real quick, Harlan's here. Everybody can see him. I'll get it, kick, him back, <laughs> kick him back out. Richie, no, you're already out, man. Sorry. Yeah. Richie, thanks again for doing this. <laughs> All right, I got a song um, for Thursday us night. tonight. I got Let's a song go. on the way Let's out. Roll. Get me. In honor of Coach Stu, give me Mace. Welcome back. All right, let's roll. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, go Knowles. Go Knowles. Yes, I'm back. In the club, they're getting wild for me. And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me. These rap cats, man, they all got this out for me. And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me. And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean. World debut, I know they gon' fiend. Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs. Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens. These young boys don't know what a dawn mean. I'm just a bad boy, gone clean. I'm the diamond chain choker, always remain sober. Don't drink liquor and all the game's over. Need a plane, I explain it to my broker. Three bots in the hood, top down, and ain't over. You know there's more, man, where that come from. Me and Kuda Love rolling back to back in one. See, the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out. So much they wanna know who I'm coached by. Every day approached by chicks when I was both top. Wanna give me so side, but I'm like, don't try. I see the hisses and the disses when I go by. But see the misses on my wrists when I float by. Self-control and I can't tell you no lie. Trying to find a soulmate, you end up being so tired. I make my money, man, without the coca. Living La Vida without the loca. I'm down south, so they show me country love. And I ain't even country thug. The people give me daps and hugs, so it must be love. And I love the country grub. It feel good to hear people singing welcome back. And I ain't even selling the track, cause I'm that Harlem cat. Basically, I told him he ain't have my money by Friday. I was gonna break my foot off in his ass. You know what I'm Are we live? <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you this emergency announcement. 
He is back, ladies and gentlemen. Mason's back. Back to. I love you, Anthony. I love you too, baby. After a five-year hiatus, he has returned back to the game, and the public outcry is tremendous. Can we New York Mason's back? We're live here in the streets of New York Times Square, and Mason's back. Back to you, Tracy. Bad boy, baby. You know you like that. You know you like that. You know you like that. See, the names have all changed since I've been around. But the game ain't the same since I left out.